Hello and welcome to the Glampshire Podcast, where we talk about the experiential outdoor hospitality industry and glamping. I'm your host, Bobby Marsden. We are now in episode 10 of season 2 of the Glampshire Podcast, which means we are back with Jesse Raisler and Open Air Outpost. Last we spoke with Jesse, we talked extensively about marketing and advertising and some of the approaches Jesse is taking to set Open Air Outpost up for success and we began to touch a little bit on some of the soft bookings that Jesse has lined up. He has friends and family coming to stay with him to hopefully give him some helpful tips and advice. And in this episode, we're going to find out what they said. So without further ado, let's dive in to episode 10, season 2, with Jesse Raisler and Open Air Outpost. Jesse, welcome back. Thanks, Bobby. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. So last episode, uh, we kind of got into bookings a little bit, and you mentioned that you did a little bit of a soft opening, had some friends come over, uh, trusted opinions, people that hopefully are going to give you some feedback and, and things that you should take into consideration as you're putting the fine details and finishing touches on. Um, so what they say? How was their experience? Uh, did they provide any useful information to you? They did. I mean, it was great on the whole. Um, you know, what they said was exactly what we were hoping in terms of what the experience was like, you know, that it was incredibly peaceful and, you know, just a really unique property. Um, and then we asked like sp specific questions, right? Like, is there anything missing that you wish you had or wasn't there? Um, and it, it was surprising. Like we apparently thought of a lot, but we neglected to put a cheese grater in the drawer. Um, so there was no way to, to grate a block of cheese. So I, you know, went on Amazon, you know, in real time, like, all right, cheese grater's coming. And then a can opener too. It was like a cheese grater and a can opener. I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, of course. Um, but I think everything, most everything else was there. Um, and yeah, on the, on the whole, it was just like, you know, hearing that the place, you know, hit like they wanted one friend um, who's actually, someone that posted about it and got us a bunch of bookings. She's like her text back. I'm like, so what do you think? She's like, thanks for building us our home. Um, we'll be staying <laughs> like, so it, uh, <laughs> it hit well, like, yeah. Well, that kind of marketing is always gold. Anytime you can get somebody else to, to talk about your property on your behalf versus you having to say it, it, it can go a long way. You must've done a great job then, then with all the fine details and finishing touches. And I think when I, stay at places i definitely notice those things because those creature comforts sometimes even when they're just unique it just gives you something to talk about um <clears throat> talk about your fine details like talk about how you approached uh the property and, and exterior interior like what kinds of things did you do that you were just thinking like you know this is going to be unique this will be different this is something I think people appreciate it. Yeah, there's quite a few things. I mean, it's very, you know, again, doing the shows that we did, Bespokens in particular, and seeing, you know, um, how thoughtful, I, you know, I, I always think about Camp Wandawega and like how there's a through line there. We talk about through lines in films and TV shows. There's a through line that guides every decision or Foxfire Mountain House, you know, like design-wise, they, they made up a fictional character. I think it was called uncle, like great uncle Charlie or something, or great uncle Desmond, I think it was, who's like, uh, you know, the uncle that, you know, is, is kind of eccentric, but he traveled the world. He has a lot of money. So he collects these really interesting things. So those types of perspectives, I think, have informed how I approached it. And our through line was about nature immersion, right? And like, so I was like all natural materials. I mean, the inside of this thing is, is pine. And I'm like, 
okay, there's going to be nothing made out of plastic at all. It's going to be all like either wood or leather or, you know, as much natural materials as possible. Same with decor. The decor is like pheasant feathers, a huge slice of petrified wood on the wall. Um, you know, the, the dishware, even like the glasses have like a wooden holder and um, the dishware is, you know, clay uh, and enamel. Um, I just tried to stay away from plastic, rubber, steel. I don't want anything that felt industrial or man-made. And so as a result, uh, it does feel like a nature immersion even when you're inside, right? And then like things, what are we gonna splurge on? I experienced some amazing bedding doing the Bespoke Inns show and I go, okay, like this makes a difference. So we like, we um, paid more than I, I wanna say publicly for the sheets, uh, but they're amazing. <laughs> like you lay down in this bed and it's like, okay, it's worth it. And the, and the, the friends that we've had stay for the soft openings were like, that bed. And it's like, it's a combination that like, it's a lofted bed and there's windows, you know, 270 degrees. So it feels like you're in a treehouse, but also like the sheets and the, the down comforter, it's like pillowy and, you know, you know, trees and clouds is what it feels like. So it's really unique and special. And so there are aspects like that, that I'm like, okay, we can make something really, that's going to leave a strong impression in a good way. Um, so try to be thoughtful about that, but then like, yeah, every detail, follows that through line of, of a nature experience. Yeah, it's it's interesting, you know, when we buy things for our homes, um, I get into the argument with my wife about splurging versus being economical. <laughs> and uh, and then when you're setting up a vacation property, though, it's almost like you have to shift gears a bit and, and say, you know, these people are coming on vacation. They're not trying to go from one home to the next one. They're trying to go from a home to a fantasy. Right. Um, and maybe that requires uh, an elevated approach, which, which the sheets you know, definitely will do. I, I know where I'm going to have experienced bad sheets and I know when I've, when I've experienced good sheets, that makes a huge <laughs> difference. <laughs> yep. Yep. When, when you get to the outside, so, so you've taken care of the inside, making sure the inside to the outside flow that there's definitely synergy there. Is there anything on the outside that you've done? Uh, so when people step out of the property, um, they would be like, wow, this is, this is cool. Yeah. I mean, it just, I mean, it starts with the placement um of where we put the the tiny cabin right so it's sitting on top of a hill um you know probably the highest point that surrounds the, the private lake and so you've got maybe the most you know impressive view like looking down the length of the lake from there so it's like how we uh where we placed it so that each window would frame it in a certain way and then when you step outside too you're kind of drawn into that and then there's this sort of flow down to the lake where we've you know we didn't we didn't want to remove all the trees. We wanted to have a viewing corridor, but we definitely left some. So like when you're on the deck, for example, there's trees within, you know, inches of, you know, a few different corners of the deck. So um, it feels part of, you know, the forest in that way too. Um, and with the deck, like, again, staying away from, you know, the, the plastic or the concrete or the steel, um, you know, I was initially looking at like full wood or cedar, but looking at maintenance of that, there's some amazing composite decking these days that looks and feels just like wood, but won't have any of the maintenance. So that's ultimately what we went with there. It feels great on a bare foot. That was the other thing I wanted to try out. So I got like samples of this and was, you know, walking on like the little samples to see like how that felt versus wood. Um, so yeah, it's like all, all those little things, again, sticking with that through line of you're in this really special place surrounded by nature so like the the interior but also like 
the immediate exterior should all be part of that and feel like it's part of that same experience and story. I think that's really cool that you use yourself as the filter for everybody else. Like if, if I think this is good and, and, and I know where your bar at is at because we've worked creatively together and it's always very high. So I feel like that's, that's great. you know, and I think that's what most owners would need to do. They need to create that filter somehow to, to say, if, if I really want these people walking away and telling other people about this, I need to make a statement. I need to do something that's above and beyond. Yeah. No, absolutely. And that's, yeah, one of the biggest things I took away from, you know, the ends that we featured on Bespoke Inns, the ones that were successful, like they went for it. Like they really went for it. Like they had a concept, you know, or a theme. And then they they really pulled in things that were central, you know, and and, and really supported that. Nothing was randomly put together. Um, it all adhered to a through line and, and you felt that and it made it a distinct <clears throat> experience. And so I think that's why they've been successful. And I'm hoping that'll help us as well. Well, it sounds like it has because your, your soft opening was successful. You got a tip on a cheese grater, but maybe more importantly, you got you got some additional bookings, actual bookings of people that you don't know. So I'm excited to hear all about that. I'm, I would imagine you're probably excited for it to happen and, and to tell us about it. Yeah. Um, so we'll save that for the next episode. Awesome, sounds great. Well, I can't wait to hear about Jesse's first official booking. This is what this entire process has been leading up to, and I can't wait to hear about it. And I hope you feel the same. And if you'd like to follow along with Jesse's journey or Etienne's journey, or hopefully both, you can do so on our website, which is www.glamptuary.com. Again, that is www.glamptuary.com. You can also follow along on Apple Podcasts or Pandora Podcasts or Stitcher or YouTube. We don't care where you follow us. We just ask that you follow. So until next time, be well, and we'll see you on the next episode.